You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday, last Monday in September. And yes, it's fall. I believe fall will be coming forward this week. So wait for it. Just wait for it. I'm Margie Taylor, your host of Conroe Culture News from downtown Conroe at Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1. And you can listen live streaming on uh, Conroe Culture News at Facebook or IRLoneStar.com. And there will be a video of this posted uh, later on today or tomorrow. So guests today are Cadence Hope. I have Wayne Keller, Carrie Manry, and Nida Sanchez will be talking about Buckner and Conroe. And then we'll hear from both Jason and, uh, oh, suddenly my list is gone. Hold on. Uh, Jerry and Jason from uh, Tough Texans United for Freedom and talking about their cooking for courage. The big barbecue cook-off will wrap us up later on in the show. This is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, and they are located at 3303 West Davis by Conroe High School and Taco Bell, and you know where that is. So a few things going on this week. This starts today, this evening, uh, Monday. Uh, kids from kindergarten through 12th grade can go uh, audition for a part in Robinson Crusoe, and that's going to be at the Crichton Theater. The cost is only $25, and they practice every evening and put on a performance Saturday at 7 p.m. of Robinson Crusoe, and it's a fun way for kids to get involved in acting, and uh, it's put on by the Missoula Children's Theater. So they come uh, once a year and do a different production, so that's a lot of fun, and and this Thursday is the last First Thursday market. There is no more First Thursday concert because that goes April to September. I'm sad about that. But we still have the First Thursday market from 4 to 8 p.m. And there will even be Santa Claus there. So uh, Wayne's going to tell us a little bit about Santa. But... Uh, um, and he will be taking photos. And if you like Mot Motown music, don't miss two black guys performing Sunday afternoon at Pacific Yard House. It's, it's a lot of fun. Also, things that are coming up. Bean Punk Coffee Art Experience with Velvet Cactus will be Friday, October 4th at 6 o'clock. And we've already talked about Robinson Crusoe. <coughs> and the Family Promise Bed Race will be at Lone Star College this Saturday, October 5th, with the bed drop-offs at 9.30 a.m. And then there's judging, the races. They're hilarious. It's free to go watch. It's 10.30 a.m. as the races at Lone Star College, right off at 2.42. There will be signage directing you. There's also a chili tasting contest, chili judging, and it'll be completely finished by 12.30 on Saturday. So if you don't have anything to do, come on out there, support Family Promise of Montgomery County. They help homeless families with kids uh, by our local churches. To, it's a 90-day program that helps them move into uh, self-stability. So with that, we're going to roll into our first guest, and it's the Cadence Hope Foundation with Wayne Keller. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful. Glad to, have, glad to see you're back in town. Yes. I'm back. You know, being in Alaska and then coming Should've here to the airport, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It's still like 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah, I should have brought a little cooler weather with you. Yeah, it's so funny you when did. you have to layer and layer, yeah. really. I mean, I wore sweaters and then jackets and another jacket and a scarf and gloves. 
can you imagine? Yeah, you couldn't do that for five minutes out here on the mm-hmm. sidewalk. So tell me a little bit about Cadence Hope. Well, Cadence Hope Foundation is a, a nonprofit. We're based in the Woodlands, and we help out families that have babies in neonatal intensive care. Now, usually when mom and dad are, find out they're pregnant and everything is great, they got all sorts of plans, they expect it to last nine months, and all of a sudden it doesn't. Maybe about six months or seven months or eight months, all of a sudden the baby decides it's time and the baby arrives. Well, usually that throws mom and dad's plans out the window and they go from being very ecstatic and happy to being very, very, very um, unhappy um, and, and to having their lives to literally turned upside down. They, they, scary, too. They're very scary. They, they don't know. You know what? Yes, I always say yesterday they were planning on what color to paint the nursery. Today they're trying to make sure that their child lives. And it's that drastic and it's that fast. And when they go into the hospital, uh, either they have insurance or, or, the, or you know, a governmental, governmental insurance assistance or something but uh, to pay for all the medical. But there's a lot of things they forget. Like, where are you going to get lunch today? How, how are you going to pay for parking? You decide to go to the hospital for the next two months. And if you're lucky, and for instance, if you were here in Conroe, you would probably go to downtown Houston. So it's, what, 45 miles or so. Well, you drive that every day. You have to eat lunch. You have to pay to park. I don't know what parking is, depending at the hospital, but it's roughly $18 a day. And so what we do is we try to take care of all those little expenses that aren't so little when you're doing it for two months. They add up. So we try to help families with that. And we also have... Um, programs that for for instance if you're in if you're in Nevada or you're in Idaho or Montana you go to Salt Lake City Utah so not only do you, are you six seven or eight miles away eight hours away from your home you now you need a place to live so the, you know there's a wonderful organization called the Ronald McDonald House and it's a great great place but it's not at every hospital and it's not free um, Ronald McDonald House won't force you to pay they'd like you to but mm. if you can't, they won't. So a lot of times, even if it's only $5 a day, some families just can't afford that if they're going right. to be there for, for three or four months. So we try to help out with stuff like that. Otherwise, we put them in a hotel for a couple of days and, and try to take care of that. Try to give them some semblance of a real life, a normal life, while their baby is in the hospital fighting for its life. So, so Wayne, this is throughout the country, right? It's not right. just in the, our immediate Texas area, Houston, Woodlands, all that. And you partner with other hospitals across the country, right? We've lost Wayne. There we go. Okay, okay. there you are. You're back uh, I now. To, I went to turn off the microphone because <laughs> I was going to cough and couldn't get it turned back on. Yeah, no. Uh, no, we help out families in every state. In fact, we just got a request the other day from Hawaii. And that's wow. that's very interesting because... The family is on is is not on the main island. They're on another island. So not only do they have to get the baby there, and that's probably by helicopter, and that's probably part of the the medical care. But how do mom and dad get there? Yeah. You know, so how did they find out about Cadence Hope? Um, a lot of times it's just going on the internet and looking up for NICU help. Um, a lot of families find us that way. But over the years, we've developed relationships with hospitals all across the United States, and we're getting new ones every day. That's exciting. You know, it, it's, it's, it really is nice to get a phone call from a, a hospital in, in Illinois that has said, you know, a mom came to us and said, you guys could maybe help them, and, and we've never heard of you. And I said, well, most people haven't. So well, that's we, good. we're, we're going to do our best to, to educate them and then to start helping families that, that live in that area. Let's talk about the beginning. When did you start Cadence Hope? Uh, is it back in, uh, it's getting going on 
almost 10 years, nine years ago, back in 2010, um, Caden Call was born two months early out in Ventura, California. Um, his grandfather is a buddy of mine. I've known him since eighth grade. We've been just friends ever since. And uh, we, for instance, we were there when his mother, when Caden's when mother, Jennifer, was born and watched her grow up. And then she got married and, and had Caden. And everything was fine with her. Her she all her pre pre uh, natal care was mm -hmm. perfect, and then one day it wasn't, and she ended up going into the hospital right away. And five days later, she gave birth to Caden, and immediately he was taken from the from the delivery room to the emergency part of the hospital in the NICU, and then he was stabilized, and then he was put in an ambulance and taken to Los Angeles, which is seventy miles away. Jennifer never even got to hold him. Wow, it's that fast. That's scary. It's very scary, and and they don't it's know what's going on. It is. And, you know, and the medical teams are using terms that are medical terms that you don't necessarily know what they mean. So they're, they're throwing all these medical terms at you. And all you want to know is, my baby okay? And they don't have time to tell you because they're making sure your baby is okay. Mm -hmm. and, and so this really touched my wife and I, touched our hearts uh, immensely. And after a few months of, of trying to figure out how to start all this, we started Cadence Hope and became a 501c3. I know. I met you. Some years back, about four or five, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and and we talked about that. But I think you're um, you're doing a lot more locally anyway. We try to. You're you're doing a lot of different events to help bring in money because the money isn't just there. You no, have to raise. Not, it is you not have there. to raise the funds because you are a nonprofit. <laughs> and ironically, everybody on this show is part of a nonprofit right. today. And I mean, our, so our primary bank account right now has fifty two dollars in it. Today. Okay. Okay. So, so, things, so there's a big push. Uh, money in, money out. Money in, money right. out all the time. And I know you've done some uh, things with the Corner Pub, right. and you've done some other things with um, country music sure. people. Yes, and uh, you know, but you also you have this thing coming up with Santa. Is there going to be a cost to that, or what? How does that work? This is coming up this Thursday. Yeah. At the first Thursday um, in Heritage Place here in Conroe, and there's no cost if you want to come out. And get a picture, or have your kids take a picture taken with Santa Claus. Bring your 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 camera, bring your phone, take your pictures. We're going to try to have some printed, but that's kind of up in the air at the moment. We shall but see. We shall see. But uh, <laughs> but even if we print them, there's still no cost to the to the family. Um, we just want them to have a good time. And then we, while we're there, we're also going to be telling them about Santa's Wonderland and the great folks up there in College Station that have really done a a favor to us. They did it last year and it was wonderful. Very but this benevolent. Year, but this yeah. year is it going to be even even better. They just gave us 200 tickets to uh, enter Santa's Wonderland. And it's, it's on select dates, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, um, November uh, 11, 12, 13, and 14, November 18, 19, 20, 21, and December 2, 3, 4, and 5, that we have tickets. And whatever we sell these tickets for, we get to keep. Uh, Santa's Wonderland isn't charging us anything. So it's they're an just, easy money-making thing. They just gave us the tickets. And, mm -hmm. and in fact, here's four for, for your listeners for a four-pack, so you can okay. give that away. But uh, uh, we're going to be going up to Santa's Wonderland on those days and, and just having a great time. And at the first Thursday, coming up this Thursday, uh, we're also going to be selling these tickets. Now, normally a, a, a ticket to Santa's Wonderland is $46.95 for an adult. Child fare is about 25 bucks. We're selling all of these. We sell them at $20 a ticket. Oh that my. doesn't matter if you're an adult or kid, yeah, you're still saving, savings. Savings money, saving money. And 
if, have you ever been to Santa's Wonderland? I have. It is a wonderful place. I had never been until last year. And it's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the lights, there's over the a, everything. There's millions of lights, and yes. you get, get in the hayride. We actually went up there when it was like in the teens, the weather. Yeah. I'm like, that's even better. Because the first time I went, <laughs> was it was cold. like 75 degrees. I'm like, this is not real Christmassy, but nonetheless, yeah. um, hopefully it'll get cooler quickly. But uh, go up there, and you, and you can ride like Frostbite Mountain, which is like they put real snow out, and you go tubing down the hill or, or take Santa's Wonderland, which is a kid's train around the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and what I like the most is Doc TikTok, who's the leader of the band uh, that plays live music oh, yes. right across You're from right. us. You're right. And then they have like a little bonfire thing, a little, too. Yeah, a little campfire place. You can sit out mm-hmm. and, 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 and get yourself some food and get yourself an adult beverage at, mm-hmm. uh, at uh, the Wonderland Winery. They have hot mulled wine too. Yes, they do. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and, and 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 you know, there's twenty five thousand square feet of shopping there too. So you can there you is can, you can go and have a great time, and and you know the kids can go ride something, and you can go look at you know whatever you want might want to purchase for Christmas, but uh, it's coming up this Thursday, October third. It's going to be at Heritage Place. It starts at four o'clock, and like I said, just bring out the kids and uh, get a picture with Santa Claus. Bring your phone so you can take a picture, and. Uh, we're just going to have a good time and try to raise some money for Cadence Hope. Hope. Get in yeah. the season early because yeah. everybody knows that once we get into October and Halloween, it's all over. You can just shut it down because the time just flies real fast. So get out there now. Get ahead of the schedule. Uh, help out other families that uh, really need you with Cadence Hope. I mean, it's it's a great service they provide. You know, you call it incidentals, but it's not incidental. It's stuff you need. <laughs> it's stuff you need. You, know, you really it, do. You need to eat. The parents need to eat. You need a place uh, to stay. They need transportation. The yeah. costs start mounting because when you have a baby that is born early, there's all kinds of things going on, and um, the parents want to be there. They and want to baby. be there for their baby. Uh, the, the most you know? important thing in their mind is my baby going to be okay and and, and damn the expense. That's, that's yes. the way they think. And, and that's the right way for them to think. It, it, really, they shouldn't worry about this stuff, but they do worry about it. And they do worry about where they're gonna get, going to get lunch tomorrow. I know one family that used to, they, 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 they were so broke. They were a young family. Their credit cards are already maxed out regardless of this happening. And they walked, they come into the place, they could afford to buy one sandwich and they would eat each, each eat half of it. And that's what they had to eat all day because they just can't afford it. It's, it's, this is a monumental change in their lives. And, well, we need to help them out. That's you all know, it can to happen it. to anybody. It can happen to anybody. I mean, I was, my wife and I were blessed that all three of our boys were in the hospital. She was, my wife was there for an hour and a half. You know, they had a baby, kicked her out because the insurance, you know, and, mm-hmm. and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. We never really had a clue that this happens to people mm-hmm. and it happens to 400,000 people or babies are born premature every year in the United States. So how many of you, been, how many families have you been able to help? Do you have any idea right over now, the years? It, right now it's over 750. That's a lot. Um, that's a lot. We, uh, we want it to be one. I'll tell you this, Margie, we want to be out of business. We don't want this to happen anymore, but unfortunately that's probably not the way it is. So we want to be able to help at least a thousand families every year. And we can't do that right now. We've only we've helped 750 over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. First year we only helped five in the entire entire year. But we, you're gaining we set headway. Our, we set our goal at one family that year. Yeah, we helped five. That's good. Yeah. 
you know, a little bit of time, but I think you're getting more known. So they can go to cadencehope.org. It's easy right. to Google. You're also on Facebook. They can right. find the event on there that you posted and come check it out. Talk to you. See how they can plug in. Every every donation helps. It really does. It really does because if, a lot of people think, well, I can only give five bucks. Well, my five bucks and your five bucks and Dick's five bucks, it all adds up. And so then we've got $100. Right. And then we can do something with $100. Make a difference. Make a difference. Okay, this is uh, Cadence Hope Foundation with Wayne Keller. Again, it's cadencehope.org to find out more information. Or come out on Thursday to Heritage Park, downtown Conroe, of course. And uh, it's free. Come to the market, visit with him, get some tamales, get a picture with Santa. (laughs) Have a good time. You know, do it all. And it doesn't really cost you anything. So we will be right back. And again, this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. Our next guest will be from Buckner International in Conroe. Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. And 
we are back to our second segment of the three-part show today. And we are talking with ladies who work with Buckner International in Conroe. And did you know that Buckner's been there for 10 years? I sure did not. So we're going to find out a little bit about it. And like I said, every guest that comes on here today is part of a nonprofit that's making a difference for people in need throughout our county. So, ladies, I have uh, Carrie Manry and Nida Sanchez, and you both are employed with Buckner, right? Yes, ma'am. Correct. So, Carrie, talking to the microphone over yes, there. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, <laughs> Carrie, what do you do with Buckner? I'm a family coach. I work with single parents. Our program, it's Buckner uh, Family Pathways, and single parents that are located in Conroe, we help up to 10 families. Do you want me to just go on? Yeah, tell me. Um, well, first, I'd actually like to share, like, how long our agency has been in existence. Yeah, been, tell me about it. We have been around over 140 years. It started with a Baptist pastor. Um, his name was Father Buckner. And he saw, after the Civil War, he saw that there were many children that were orphaned. And that's where Buckner actually began. He felt um, driven by the scripture, James 127, to create a place for the orphans to go. And so he started expanding his home and started taking in orphans. And then he also noticed that there were widows who also needed assistance. And from there, we have grown internationally. We have many programs in uh, other countries, and we have many programs in the state of Texas. We offer hospice care. We also collect shoes, which I don't know if you're familiar with. We mm -hmm. have uh, several churches in Conroe that collect shoes. It's uh, called um, Shoes for Orphan Souls. And then we also have Hope Centers. We have several of those in Houston. And we also have those international. And what's uh, a Hope Center? A Hope Center, it offers opportunities for adult education, youth development, and job readiness, just helping those families to come out of poverty and isolation, providing more opportunities for them to grow as a unit. I can see why you're driven to do this. How long have you been working there? I have been working for Buckner three years now, or approximately three years in November. Um, I love what I do. I feel like it's my dream job. Oh, yeah. um, I feel like everything, my personal life experiences plus work experiences have been combined, allowing me to be able to work with single parents. Um, the single parents that we have, it's a two-year program, and the two-year program helps with providing housing support. Uh, we direct them to child care assistance because we realized um, with research, our program's actually been in existence for 20 years now. Um, specifically to Conroe, 10 years. And so we realized that there were some barriers that these single parents were um, coming and, you know, confronting on mm -hmm. a daily basis, such as not having sufficient housing, um, childcare, transportation, and just having the lack of confidence. And so that's where our program was birthed from, is just wanting to help meet those needs. And we don't just help them with housing. We also provide case management, uh, which we call coaching. And we also offer counseling to every parent, and we are a two-gen model. So Buckner also offers um, counseling for the children. All children who are able to um, speak or they're verbal, we have play therapy. And we offer um, parenting, which is on a, ride, five, I'm sorry, um, a huge variety of what we offer. We have licensed professional counsels, or counselors that uh, work with each parent individually helping them to achieve their goals and based off of their goals determines how long they'll be working with this counselor. We also offer parenting classes. We have parent educators who also partner with these mothers um, and fathers to help them to understand the development of their children and how to help meet their needs. 
So we are a holistic. We do a lot of things. We do a lot. And it's a holistic approach. We also, uh, we are a faith uh, based uh, nonprofit. Um, so we do approach things in prayer. And we also, uh, we don't force that on our parents, but we also ask them if there's ever a need for prayer. And we've seen that prayer works. So do you partner with other uh, local nonprofits to do some of these things or are you a standalone? We do. Uh, we know that I'm one person for this overseeing this program. So we realize that we not one person can do this. And we also want the f- parents to be able to um, utilize these resources on their own as well. Mm-hmm. So even after they graduate our program, they'll still have those connections with other and like, say, for example, the parent educators, those are resources that they can still utilize after they leave our program. Okay. <clears throat> Nida, we're going to just look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you do with Buckner, Nida? So I am the administrative specialist there at um, the Conroe office. Um, I do a lot of the billing for the foster care families. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I also help carry plan the events and I do a lot of the community outreach. I gather the volunteers, and um, we're currently working on building a volunteer program. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really something that we have established there, so we're kind of starting from scratch and figuring out what works for for Conroe. And what we've been doing is attending a lot of networking events and just trying to get the Conroe community a little more involved and informed about Buckner. And that's my, my role there. Um, we do have, on top of Family um, Pathways, um, we also have um, the foster care and adoption side to our office. So with foster care and adoption, they focus on providing safe and loving homes for children. So what we do is we empower the families to prepare for what's to come in the future. So we not only license their homes, but we're there with them every step of the way. So we help them with with the registration. We help with um, all of the training that they need, all the training requirements, all of the licensing and home inspections. We help them with that. We also refund um, any other expenses that they have outside of application fee. So if they have like a gas leak or um, a fire, like a fire extinguisher fee that they need refunded, we help them with that as well. We also partner with different like programs to help them with school supplies and uniforms and clothing. We have different organizations like child advocates that attend court with them so that they're more knowledgeable and a child has not only the foster parent there, but they also have someone to go to court with them in mm-hmm. case. You CASA. Know, yeah, right. again, CASA, yeah, as well. So we partner with them as well. And we have an amazing team, and they're so passionate. Um, we have two case managers at the moment, Sabrina and Elsie, and they do an amazing job with our families. They always have the child's best interest at heart, and they are phenomenal to work with. And I've seen how much they care and how passionate they are with our families, dedicating their time and putting them first above their own families. And it's just amazing that our foster families, they're doing something huge, you know, and even when you do have, you form your own family, you don't know what to expect. So imagine fostering a child who's already, majority of them have their own traumas and have their own past that you have to help them cope, like their children. So with adults, it's hard for us to even accept our emotions and deal with them. So imagine a child going through a traumatic event. So just having, helping them trust and love again and 
we focus on their future and look at the bigger picture that if we help this child cope and learn now, they'll be self-sufficient by the time they reach an age where they, they can live on their own. So you offer services for single families and also families that want to foster kids, Correct. sounds like. And um, do they have to just be single families? Single parents for, yes, ma'am. Single parents, mm-hmm. families. Okay. So uh, you do both sides of the spectrum. So if somebody, if I wanted to adopt a child, would I come, or, yeah, adopt or foster a child, would I come talk to y'all about that and what I needed to do, or would that be through CPS or something? That would be through us. Okay. Um, I am typically the first point of contact. When somebody inquires about adopting or foster care, I am the person who gives them the information Right now, if anybody is looking to do that, they have an information meeting that they can attend on October 7th that usually takes place at our Conroe office. And it That's starts... coming up right soon here. Yeah, and then starts at 6 p.m. to 7.30. And from there, they'll receive all of the information about what's next. They'll have the opportunity to fill out the application on site if they would like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they could always email or call us beforehand. And if they want to turn in their documents that way, then we can just focus on the, um, the information meeting itself once that day comes. So do you work with the court system itself to get connected with families or foster kids? We work with DFPS right. um, to license the homes. And then from there, we do work with child uh, with CPS, mm-hmm. so Child Protective Services. We work with them, and we kind of um, interview the children and their past to see what fits the families that are coming in. Some parents... Do, who decide to be foster parents do have specific needs. I know recently we've had somebody who want, was just focusing on um, a teenager who was pregnant, and that's exactly what they were looking for, and they knew that that's, that's what they wanted in their home. Otherwise, they're just happy to help, and they accept anybody. Whatever, yeah. But just we have to look at the dynamic of their home and the child's needs before we even consider placement. To make sure it's a good fit. Absolutely. So you both seem very passionate about what you do, and that's really important because then you can direct that energy into making a big difference to the kids for the most part because I think that seems like that's the nature of it. Now, you do not have a shelter per se. You don't shelter kids like youth services or anything like that. You offer external services. Mm -hmm. So at your center, is that where people would come in and find out about counseling or other services? In Conroe, would they go to your office there to find out about that, possibly? Yes, ma'am, they can. And we actually wanted to share that information. You can go to buckner.org, or you can also call our local office number, and that is 936-756-3639, and NIDA would be the first point of contact. Um, And generally what we do is um, even if they don't or they're not a good fit for, say, my program, we still want to offer resources and And sometimes there are some really tough calls that we take, and we want to offer that encouragement. We always ask if you want, you can always call back, and we can see if we can help you even further. Um, But in regards to how do they find us, it's by word of mouth. That's Mm -hmm. usually the biggest way. Actually, before we came, the mom who stopped in and said, there was another single mom that told me about your program. I'd like to learn more about what that is. And I always send them to the college. That is a main requirement to be in our program, is they have to be willing to complete a college education. Interesting. It's a two-year program, must be a full-time college student. Um, depending on their degree plan that they choose, determines the GPA requirements. So if they're choosing a medical degree, we expect for them to have a 3.0 and 
That's just mainly because if they're going into the nursing, it's so competitive. And we want them to have that good um, foundation so that whenever they apply for that nursing program, their acceptance would be more likely. Um, any other degree plan, we have a expectation of a 2.0. Um, and again, like you know, I was mentioning earlier, we asked that they, it's a working program. So there's no handouts, it is working, and there's a commitment. And so we just encourage them along the way. Uh, there's the case management, the counseling, and it's mostly anyone who's really wanting to make a change for themselves. And it's not just getting a college degree. It's making an impact for themselves, change, making that decision to change the trajectory of their future for their children. And it says families with kids, single, single. families, single parents yes, with kids. It doesn't matter if they're married or they have widowed. To be, they can't be married. Well, yeah, they can be married. But, I mean, it doesn't matter how they got there. Exactly. Uh, um, but, and then you offer the funding for the education? We help them with applying for financial education. Okay. We help them with budgeting. We like before I came, I helped to write a letter for a recommendation for one of our moms who has been very successful at getting many scholarships. I think she is up to close to ten thousand for this last year. So we assist in those ways so that they're learning how to become self sufficient. Mm -hmm. So they're not depending necessarily on us. We do offer support, um, but that's after they've exhausted all other resources in regards to financial, um, the scholarships. Um, but we do help with rental assistance. We do, um, we partner with different apartment complexes in Conroe, and that's where our families are. Hmm. We don't have apartments, uh, Buckner Apartments. That's what makes this program in Conroe different than any other location. We do not have apartments on our, um, our property. Um, but we do have a really great relationship with these apartments. We work with these apartments. And the parents, depending on the size of the um, apartment, whether it's a two-bedroom or three-bedroom, determines how much they'll be paying. Is there a duration to the program? I mean, it, it's not 90 days, obviously, but is there an end date, or is it just case by case? We do case by case, but we do start in the front by telling them this is two years. Okay. So we need to do as much work as possible. And it's a two-year commitment on their part yes, as well. Yes, Okay. And I also let them know we did have a family, for example, that she was almost at the end of her degree, but she needed like one more semester. And we weren't going to just say we're done here. We supported her until she completed her degree plan. And then she successfully went into being employed. Um, so it's, it's case, case by, by case. case. Yeah, absolutely. Depending if they're meeting their goals, if they're really putting yes. the time and effort yes. into it. So, again, I can say you guys are both very passionate about it because you know your stuff. And that only happens when, you pass when you're passionate and care about it. So you have an upcoming event as well. Yes, ma'am. Tell me about that. We have a fall festival, and that is a collaboration that we're having with both programs, our uh, Buckner Family Pathways program and our Buckner uh, Foster Care and Adoption. And that is November the 2nd, and it is from 2 to 6. We have it's a carnival-themed uh, event. Uh, we will have face painting. We're going to have uh, balloon animals. We have um, so many different things that we can't even name them all. But we, one thing that we really need is we need volunteers to help us to be able to provide this event and this opportunity to these families. And this is in Conroe? Yes, ma'am. It's Actually, it's at our office, and that address is 407 Avenue F, um, Conroe. And you're more than welcome to call us and ask, how can I help? And that could be either by, you know, assisting with uh, providing the food or if that's giving a monetary donation 
are even coming and being present to just love on these families and just have a good time. And what is the time span that you would need volunteers? Well, we are looking at having it from two to six. Okay, so just you want somebody to do either two hours or four hours, I'm assuming then. Yeah, for for the the most most part, part, whatever they want. Um, We're also having a trunk retreat, so we'll need um, families to either decorate their cars or just come and park their car and just pass out county from from their cars. And from there, if they do want to commit to the for the entire event, we're thinking of setting time aside for the trunk or treat. So maybe doing the trunk or treat towards the end and having the people who brought their vehicles in assist with um, one of the carnival games. And we will be providing um, majority of the material. We're, we're just looking for volunteers to supervise the stations, to decorate their stations and just make this more fun for the for the kiddos, you know. And it's, it's well worth it. I've participated in a few events since I've been with Buckner, and it's just it's so amazing just seeing the gratitude of the families and just, you know, allowing them to spend that time with their, kid, with their children. It's, it's incredible. So I will repost this event and put some of these comments on Conroe okay. Culture News so that people are more aware of it as well. And, again, if people want to, anyone is interested in finding out whether they need services or want to help with some of the services, they can go to buckner.org to find out information. And then you can go to locations, and it has one for Conroe. And you're also on Mm -hmm. Facebook, Buckner Conroe, I believe. Absolutely. So... Um, I think it's great that you came on today because I didn't know about all this stuff, and I've been working for nonprofits since 2003. Best kept secret. <laughs> well, let's not keep it a secret anymore. The secret is We're out. Trying. The secret is out. Anything else you want to add, ladies? No, just follow our page and yes. go on to our buckner.org website. And if you want to get involved, we're more than happy to help you along the way. If you want to become a foster parent, that's even it's more about incredible. about families and kids. Yeah, yeah, we have that information meeting on October 7th. So feel free to stop by. Feel free to call us if you need more information about anything, helping, donating, fostering. We're here. Okay, Carrie and Nida, thank you very much. Did I say that your name right? You Nida. did. Okay. Yeah, like, Nida. Hold on, that just came out. Uh, we're we're going to wrap this up now and get on with our next and final guest, Texans United for Freedom, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, and I'm Margie Taylor, and we'll be right back. is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. 
That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. We are back for the last segment of our show, a Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, out of downtown Conroe. And you can always go to IRLoneStar.com to see all the other shows and do live streaming right now if you've missed part of it. And this will be posted again on Conroe Culture News and various other places um, via YouTube later on. <clears throat> so I am sitting here now with Jerry, how do you say your last name? Gary Lynn. Gary, Gary Lynn Hesson. Hesson, yes. I forgot the Lynn part. <laughs> and Jason Rand, and they are here with Texans United for Freedom, tough. Uh, they also have a um, big barbecue cook-off coming forward, and they're going to tell us about that, how you can get involved, and what's going on. So first of all, uh, tell me about Texas United for Freedom. What is that? Um Texas United for Freedom, or TUF, uh, what we do is we raise funds and bring awareness uh, to veterans and first responders. Um, and we do donate to veterans organizations. One of them is uh, the Lone Survivor Foundation, which to this date, we've given 75000 just from the Cooking for, for Courage event. Um, Say it again, how much? 75000 That's great. Yes. $75,000 towards your Exactly. And at the same time, we're raising this, this money for, uh, for our beneficiaries. We're also bringing awareness to veterans and, and letting the, uh, the community come out and enjoy an event that celebrates our veterans and really shows appreciation. Now, Gary Lynn, you are a veteran yourself. Yes, I am. And is that why you got involved in this? Did you see a need? Uh, yes. I um, I am a veteran, and I started putting on barbecue cook-offs um, for the Magnolia Chamber of Commerce many, many years ago. Uh, my family's always done barbecue cook-offs all the way since they started Montgomery County Fair. So it was something that I knew how to do, um, and I made a relationship with a lot of cook teams uh, during that process. And I just got to the point where I just wanted to put my efforts towards something that was, you know, true to my heart and what I believed in. And um, I had a great group of people um, that are also on my board that, <laughs> but they the same need, you know, to do something a little bit more with, with, you know, what we can do, which is put on barbecue right. cook-offs. And you do a great job of that. Thank so you. how many years, Jason, has this been going on, the Cooking for Courage? I believe this is our fifth year. Fifth yep. year? Correct, Carolyn. Yes, we had um, been out at the uh, fairgrounds for this will be our third year out there. We ran out of space at our old venue. There was so much interest, people that wanted to participate. We literally had no more room to put anyone in, else in there. Um, so we went ahead and made that switch, and now we have more room to fill up, but it uh, has, the following came with us and we've expanded as well and brought some more folks in and it, um, the room does become limited again. 
So yeah. how many do you have space for? How many uh, barbecue cook-off teams? Uh, right now we have uh, space for 110. Uh, right now we're taking half of uh, the park out there at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. Um, there's a, uh, a rodeo going on on the other side of the park. Uh, but we're perfectly comfortable where we are right now. Uh, the cookers are happy. We're, we're pretty spread out for the most part, but we'd love to fill up that park eventually. So there's a need for people, an urgency, a sense of urgency to sign up to be barbecue teams because oh, you can sure. only take so many. That's right? true. Um, right now, 110 teams is what we can take. Last year we had 92 teams. Um, so, yes, you know, we do need cookers to get their forms in. Um, we are looking for volunteers as well, um, you know, to do everything from judging to helping with the gates to the entry. Um, there is a $5 entry fee to get in, uh, and veterans and first responders get in for free at this event. Um, it's November 8th and 9th. I don't know if we mentioned that already. But nope. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good to keep mentioning it. Yeah. So for volunteers, do you have a form on your website where they can um, volunteer yep. sign up? Yes, you can go to uh, toughfoundation.org to sign up to be a cooker. We also have the Tough Kids uh, Cook-Off as well. You can sign up for that there, and um, volunteers can sign up. So that website is uh, toughfoundation.org, and you're also on Facebook. So let's talk about the beneficiaries. Okay. Who, who does the be who does well uh, silent partner over there? <laughs> well, uh, we, we are the Tough Foundation is one of the beneficiaries. Of course, we um, have a program that we are developing uh, internally. Um, that's going to be our own mission, and one of the things that we wanted to start doing where. It's called Boots to Badges, and the significance of that is it's who we're looking to help our folks that are coming out of the military, um, looking to go into law enforcement, uh, be, or, uh, be a first responder or a police officer. So we're putting together a financial package to help give them incentive and or pay um, some of the funds or fees so that we're removing that barrier for them to, be, to go to the academy and uh, go in there and graduate and come out. We have... Uh, quite a few connections in Montgomery County where we'd love to put these guys right back to work and it just kind of goes full circle for us all the way around you know we live here and work here and, and absolutely help those guys as so well. uh, tell me a little bit about the background from boots to badges what where's the theory in that when you get out of the military so the through our experience with this I am not a veteran so I am kind of on the outside looking in and have, and have been Maybe able to Gary inquire <laughs> and find a lot of this but the I think yeah. the questions you know, the, the, the two things that we see when we're asking the questions are how can we help or what are the, your biggest challenges? And it's getting, finding employment and, and keeping, you know, keeping your mind going and keeping your mind busy and in that structured environment that you came back out of. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of bridge that gap to be able to do that, you know, going into, um, let's say, the police academy or something like that. It's a very structured environment, just like they're used to. And then so hopefully what that does and the, the research has shown from the experts, we're not the experts, but it says when your mind's busy, then your PTS doesn't kick in. So that's mm -hmm. just another way to help. And that's um, a big thing with veterans, right? Correct. Yes, yes. Um, when I came out of the military, when I came out of the Air Force, I uh, basically, um, I was stationed in Saudi Arabia out in the middle of the desert and I lived in a tent and um, I outprocessed the Air Force um, I would say two weeks after I got home from 
the desert, and um, I was completely lost. My family had been doing their family thing, and their lives had moved on where, you know, when I came back home, I didn't quite fit in anywhere. Um, so my first near knee-jerk reaction was to try to get back in as quickly as I could. I started looking up, you know, going back in as a drill sergeant or, you know, all kinds of crazy, crazy things. Which Because you, know, you needed that structure. You yeah. needed to be a part of something. Yes, it was. You needed that community that engages. Yeah, and, you know, um, I wound up joining the um, National Guard and uh, went straight to work working for an engineering firm, and um, I have every since. Uh, but it, it was able to give me a little bit of balance, a little bit of military and a little bit of civilian life, and uh, I was able to kind of get to kind of bridge the gap between yes. the two yeah, and I get did. you in the community. Yeah, but I completely understand that there is a need for, um, you know, uh, veterans who come out um, to to be able to go back into something where it is structured. This is more structure. Mm -hmm. And you have a skill set of, of skills when you right. come out that's already been given to you, so you're already trained for a lot of these jobs, and that's, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you're kind of going down a path that you choose sometimes. Right. So it's something mm -hmm. that you're interested in, so you, you, you're prepared and ready, but you just need someone to bring you in. Yeah. Take your hand and show you the way. That's right. And let you learn to fly again, so <laughs> to speak. So you have uh, some great sponsors for the Cooking for Courage as well. Well, um, we have Spirit of Texas Bank as our title sponsor. Um, I think everyone in, everyone knows Spirit of Texas Bank. Um, they're a very um, patriotic bunch over there for sure. Oh, and yeah. They really <laughs> appreciate their veterans and first, and first responders, so we are lucky and honored that they chose us to um, be our title sponsor. And you also have a bunch of other ones, too. You have Visit Conroe, Wood Forest Bank, yeah. um, Engineering, First L Financial. L Squared Engineering. L yes, First uh, Financial Bank. Um, yeah, and Solid Rock Ranch uh, kind of did a neat thing for us. They're out of Carmine, Texas. Um, they sponsored five veteran teams to come and cook oh, for us this year. Um, that's they nice. They paid their, their entry fee, and uh, one of them is War Pigs Cookers, um, Dennis Butterworth. Uh, he's a veteran. So we, that's we, a nice thing. It was yeah. a really neat thing to have uh, a different done way to for do these that. veterans that want to cook for sure. Um, okay, so you also have the kids. Yeah, where is it? Tell me about the tough kids cook off. Well, um, Jason got to judge one year. He really enjoyed it. He said these kids are very talented, but um, it was something. <laughs> it was we've some of the best done. food out there. That really yeah. awesome, yeah. aspiring chefs. Right. So we've done it for the past three years. It's gotten bigger every year. Um, Constable Chris Jones is our sponsor this year. And um, what we did was we have these little barbecue pits that we ordered, and um, they kind of convert into a cooler this year. So they're really hmm. neat. You know, and each kid gets one of these little barbecue pits, and um, they can either cook right there in front of the stage and have the constables help them, or they can go back to their, you know, their parents' team if they have a, you know, a team on site, and they can go over there and cook their pork chops. And uh, the pork chops are donated by a Commander's Barbecue Team, a Barbecue Commander's Barbecue Team. So there's something for everybody. You also have uh, vendors, food and craft vendors, carnival games. You're still looking for vendors. Yes, for sure. Um, food vendors and... Uh, 
think we we have all, all kinds of vendors from um, Chupacabra, you know, spices is going to be out there to um, Scentsy, you know, just whatever, some whatever cruise, kinds. Cruise planners yeah, were there yeah, last year, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah, anybody. Yeah, it's it's uh, quite a quite a selection of. And, and the car show. There's also going to be a car show. There's Actually, different ones coming. It's car clubs are going to come out. Um, right. What we do every year is the VFW post 4709, my post, um, they do their uh, annual Veterans Day ceremony on the stage at noon on Saturday. And so just before that, the car clubs and the motorcycle clubs will will parade through um, the grounds and we have a certain area that's all you know marked off for these car clubs it's the montgomery uh, jeep club is going to be there um the vet corvette club, club corvette club mm -hmm. um and some motorcycle clubs are going to be there and they they park in their area but they want to be there to watch the veterans day ceremony and and it's a very patriotic uh event that takes place and um, you know, Colors comes out, national anthems played, there's a flyover. I mean, it's just... It just makes you feel good. And it's around Veterans Day, too. It's just the weekend before that. So everything right. is right. That That's the reason for the November 8th and 9th. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very patriotic uh, event. And actually, the, the whole event is just, um, you know, flags flying, you know, tugs at your heartstrings, the walking around, seeing everybody appreciating their veterans and thanking their veterans and first responders. It's, it's really neat. So the things you need most are people to sign up to cook, cooking teams. You need volunteers. We, you we need, need you to come out. You still want sponsors too, right? We'll, we'll they take can still sponsors. sponsor. Right. Mm -hmm. we, we need you to come out and um, experience the event. It's a very family fun event and great for the kids. Music, too. Music, we food, music. games. I mean, what else can you ask for? Well, we want everybody to know that it's not just a barbecue cook-off where you have to have a wristband to get into somebody's private party. It's, it's only it's $5 like dollars to get in, right? It's only $5. Right. Unless you're a first responder or a veteran, then you get in free. Absolutely. That's right. Okay. That's right. All right. Thanks, you all. And uh, we'll probably hear more about this in another radio show coming up this month. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. Awesome. Thank us. you. All right.